0: Will this be another injury bowl for Oklahoma State as we make another trip to the state of Kansas? If you remember yesterday, we dropped a couple little nuggets, uh, one of which was the main stat that I thought was going to be most important for today. We'll tie that in, as well as some of the the news about J.C. Hoyt's beginning in Galaga Iba Arena and our three keys to the game. All of that and more right about now. Howdy y'all and hello all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things Cowboy and Cowgirl related. Yeah, guys, uh, if you you read the tea leaves, uh, there was a couple publications, primarily one publication, that came out and said that Spencer Sanders had a broken collarbone and he was out for the season. Well, I kind of let that, you know, fester throughout the course of the day. And nobody seemingly has been able to corroborate that this is accurate. So, if you look at uh, him being at an NIL function and signing autographs and whatnot, he wasn't in a sling. And pretty sure if he had a broken collarbone, he would be in a sling, at least in a lot of pain. So, I think by that alone, that's a pretty good indication that Spencer Sanders will, in fact, uh, be starting this Saturday. Will he be on a shorter leash than the last couple games? I'm hoping so. I think it would be safe to assume so. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we're getting some some split reps with Gunner Gundy. Heck, at this point in time, I almost want to see Gunner go in just at least for a few plays or a series to get people off of his back for this shaking thing. Like, I think he's getting a bad rap, right? Uh, I don't think I don't think it's fair. Uh, to to just completely jump on the kid when he was put in a terrible situation, right? In a game where we're just getting whipped behind the woodshed. It just, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it looks like Spencer is is good to go. Uh, but practice seems to look much better. Uh, obviously, when you kind of deviate from your, your practice tendencies, it clearly can have an effect. So, Everybody seems pretty bought into going back to the way that it used to be and how practice was traditionally coordinated, uh, and and it seems to be a positive thing. Uh, if you saw the the first CFP poll come out, well, we're right there. I think eighteen is fair. Um, obviously, as a fan that drinks orange Kool Aid, I would have liked sixteen, fifteen-ish range, because that you know it. It's not a foregone conclusion that it's going to be K-State-TCU. The remainder of the schedule is very tough for everybody, so we're definitely going to have a shot, right? We're going to have an opportunity. Is where TCU's ranked at number seven behind a one-loss Alabama that's looked susceptible a few times this year uh, fair? No, it's not. And it's crazy, guys. You know, we just uh, watched Brett Yormark dominate uh, and get us a really, really, really good deal that's going to add a degree of separation from the Pac 12. And if you heard the news today, your Mark did it again. And, well, he, he, it's not official, but he is uh, having uh, conversations with Gonzaga about joining in basketball. The Gonzaga fan base seems to be not only excited, but excited for other sports. Now, they don't offer football, clearly. Uh, so, I, you know. I don't know exactly how they're going to work that out. And that may be the only obstacle in getting a deal done with Gonzaga is some of the other sports. Now, could you not make baseball and soccer, you know, some of that work with different tribal partners? I'm sure you probably could uh, if you really wanted to put the the nuts and the bolts together and and, and figure something out. So hopefully that's something that they are looking into because I think uh, Gonzaga would be a great addition all the way around. Their baseball program's not bad. Uh, their basketball team, obviously, is, is up there. So it would make the best basketball conference in the country even more competitive, which is why I think your mark did go after this move, right? A degree of separation from everybody else. And adding Gonzaga, that's, that's, that's huge for the, the game of basketball. And it's huge for us because it's just more eyeballs, more quality opponents. Get you ready for March Madness a lot quicker. Speaking of March Madness, men's basketball has their expedition ex- exhibition game coming out here pretty soon. So we'll get get into more of that um, around that, that time. Uh, the injury bowl. Yeah, like I said, guys, partially good news. It looks like Spencer Sanders is going to be able to go. Uh, hopefully it's a healthy Spencer Sanders and not the Spencer Sanders that uh, – showed up for K-State, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. If you didn't hear, though, it, it does suck that we had another big-time loss. And it's crazy to think that a punter can be classified as big-time loss, but he can, right? If the punter is that good, it just it, it becomes a factor. And when he's used as a weapon, which Gundy does use Tom Hutton as a weapon quite often, Right? because um, he's good about pinning people deep. I mean, we've had uh, quite a few opportunities at safeties and even got a few safeties simply based off of where he was able to down punts. You know what I mean? He's a left-footed Aussie-style kicker that can stand there straight up, one kick, through two, one kick, two-step kick, a roll-out kick, put a little spinning English on it. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a weapon. He's an asset that, that we're definitely, definitely going to miss. Uh, Gundy seems pretty confident in Logan Ward. He does have a big leg. So, you know, it's, it's again, the next man up mentality. If we've had to patch it up all over the field, then this is just another position that we got to do the same thing in. So, hopefully, uh, we, we see some of Logan Ward in his, you know, production level uh, is somewhat comparable. But... Replacing Tom Hutton is going to be difficult. Thank you for your time, Steward Sir. We hope to see you around quite often. One of the ways that we can help see you around uh, is if you kind of help yourself and go right now to download the Upside app. I'm, I implore you; it is massively beneficial to you. Um, and right now, we're going to give you fifty. Or, well, we're going to give you a, a, a promotion, right? And it's gonna equal $5 back on your first $10 purchase. So help yourself put some money back in the tank while you're driving around trying to deal with the madness and the craziness of the financial constraints of the world at the moment and get 5 bucks back on your first $10 or more purchase. That is the Upside app. Download it now, use promo code On. get yourself rocking and rolling in some better pocket change, which equals gas. Alrighty, guys. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the injury stuff is just that's what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can, we can do to change it. Um, obviously, going the route of being overly protective of your bodies and manipulating practice, that's not going to work, right? We tried that. It, it failed. Stuff happens. You just move on. It's not that big of a deal, guys. We still have a lot to look forward to in this season. Uh, I think a lot of people picked 10-2 and two, right around there, as did I. I think that's fair, and I think it's still possible. Uh, you know, there's there's negativity between all fan bases all the time, uh, and, and I like the fact that our fan base is, is typically quite a bit more in touch with reality. So it's good to see the positivity, and knowing that we still have the talent, we've still got the depth chart, to definitely make a run at this thing. This is a prove-it time, absolutely, right? This is a, a time where you have to prove that your recruiting and the quality of your depth is equivalent to the product that you put on the field. So I think that's going to be a, a big deal for this one, and I'm I'm pretty excited about it, right? It's going to be new for a lot of us to see how we respond to this type of getting kicked in the teeth type of performance. Um, But, you know, I think the track record should be indicative of how our confidence level should be moving forward, right? You know, even though Gundy does have a propensity to do some head-scratching things, he also is pretty good about bouncing back. Have we had to bounce back from something this awkward? No, not really. Not not in a very, very long time. So, again, I I think it's going to be a benefit. To see us respond with our backs against the wall in a way that it really hasn't been. We haven't had our medal tested like that uh, in quite some time. So, again, I don't want anybody to think that it, anybody's taking anything away from K-State. They had a beautiful game plan. They executed it. Um, and, yeah, now now we're ready for, for Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Uh, going back up to Kansas for another road trip isn't ideal, but... At the same time you got to think these are still young young men, young young kids basically, right? That are in the almost prime of their life, just having fun. And they from a youth perspective rebound a lot better than 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 we do as we grow. So I think going back up to Kansas and getting a little bit of redemption or at least that that sour taste out of their mouth before they leave that state uh, I think it's oh, it could be uh, viewed as a good thing, right? So do you guys remember the little teaser I left you yesterday, the points per play, and why it was going to be an integral part of this game? There's been a couple games where I thought this was key. And, you know, guys, it's not a secret, right? Even though that we do have a lot of these high-flying type of offenses, Gundy likes to run the ball first. He's kind of old school in that department, right? He got to, you know, witness handing it off to some of the greatest to ever play the game of football. So maybe that's where he gets a little bit of it, right? He, he had the, the VIP seat of handing the ball off and watching all the magic happen down the field that people like Thurman Thomas and Barry Sanders could do. Uh, so, you know, that's, that's always been something that he's wanted to lean on. The fact that he's abandoned it so much this year, and for those of you who think it's more on Dunn, I think it's a collective, right, between the two, whether it be the head man over calling on the headsets or Dunn just trying to do stuff with different type of packages that we have on the field. You know, it's just, it's it's always been something he's wanted to do. So because we haven't done that, that means that there's not a lot of confidence from the head man in getting running back production yards. Does that always fall on the running backs? No. You know, the the offensive linemen have to make some holes, um, but it can be done, right? Jalen Warren did a lot with a good chunk of the same dudes, you know? Uh, Barry always had that ability to squirt free when, when you didn't see anything there. Deuce Vaughn does that. Darren Sproles was somebody that was brought up the other day who, who, who used to be able to do that. Tatum Bell was somebody that could that could pull that off. Kennel Hunter, right? The list goes on. Um, so because of that, and you know what we have, I guess we have three power backs and one kind of a scat back. I hope this game we see Jaden, Mick, Jaden Nixon tote the rock more and more and more. Obviously, you want to see more of Ollie Gordon. Him and DeAndre Jackson look like they're uh, yeah, they they're on a mission. They have a purpose. They're trying to accomplish something. So hopefully that, that little combination of the backfield, with, with backfield with power uh, and speed, the, the lightning and thunder and more thunder and more thunder packaging, you, <laughs> we need to exploit it. Right, and it, yes, that's difficult this game because we're running right into the teeth of their their specialty right their passing our passing game could be able to potentially flourish because their back end is a little bit of an issue and they're having some injuries and you would like to think that our death is considerably different than their death, so our secondary, even though in struggling uh, mode at the moment should should be able to outplay. Um, and 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 out, maintain this KU squad. Are we going to throw it all over the yard? I don't know. I, th- you know, we might just to prove a point, which is something we've done in the past. You know, d- done something that the opposition thought we weren't going to do at all. Just to kind of you know throw them for a loop a little bit and keep them on their heels. So it'll be, uh, yeah. It, it'll be good but the stat that i leaked um or or i guess you know gave you a little piece of i guess is a better terminology yeah it was that points for play and the reason that i think that we have a way to combat that is time of possession i think that's the biggest key for me this is a game where they score quite often when they have the ball So do we make it a track meet with a potentially banged-up quarterback? I don't know. I don't think it's the greatest of ideas, right? It makes more sense to try to control the clock, control the game, control how many times they get on the field, not to mention the fact that our defense has played an an insane amount of snaps. So giving them a little of a break would be a benefit that I think uh, everybody would be happy with. So I would like to see us pound the rock right at the heart of what they do. This has got to be a prove-it game. This has got to be a, hey, sorry, we fell off the, the, the saddle, but it won't happen again like that for another 20 years type of statement game. I'm hoping to see that. The D-line can make some noise, and they need to make some noise because another big key, right, I think is first and second down both offensively and defensively. Defensively, I'll, I'll tell you why here in a second. Offensively, it's because if we are going to be able to get the running game going, this, you know, second and 10, uh, third, nine type type stuff is not the winning ticket. So if if we can pay attention to mitigation of risk on the first two downs, it puts itself in a good position, right? Obviously. I'm sure that's just, you know, I don't know, normal speak. But this is a game where it has to be. This is a game where the running backs have to prove they're the ones that are next in line. And why? Because we haven't seen it. Have we got enough of a sample size of all the running backs combined in one game? I don't think so. I don't. And this has to be that game, right? We've been saying there's going to be a game we rush for over 250. I think they're probably going to rush for over 200. It's just they've got way too much talent in that backfield combined with the running quarterback. Both of the quarterbacks can run, but Beans even faster than Jalen Daniels, according to a lot of players. So that quadruple set of, of running backs, essentially, at we're not going to be able to shut it down all the time. There's going to be times they squirt free and get out loose, which is okay. Again, it's about mitigation of risk. So if our defensive line can win on first and second down, puts us in a good spot. If we can win on first and second down, at least, again, the mitigation of risk to get it to a third and six, third and five. I mean, it's third and seven is manageable, but it's, again, Not the greatest way to keep yourself ahead of the chains. But if we do those things right there, I think uh, we we get the dub because our third down defense is, again, number six in America, which is why I said it would tie over to the D side as well. So those are are a couple big keys. uh, And then that ties into the last big key. Who can win on third down defensive stands? Can we continue to shut people down? Because, again, our red zone defense is not the hottest. So if we let them push all the way down the field over and over, it's going to be, obviously, it's going to be a difficult task at hand. It's going to come down to a lot of what our offense does on first and second down, but it's going to come down to a lot of what our defense does on third down is that a stat that has just been something we've gotten lucky with or is it something we can maintain guys it's a big question for this one this is a big response type of game i i think that i think that we pull this thing out okay i don't think it's going to be a, a beautiful one maybe uh I'll, I'll wait on my picks i'll wait on my picks I'll, wait, I'll save that a little bit later okay so let me hit this guys You know these days, hiring the right people, it seems like it's a high-stakes gambling wager at every step of the turn. And if you want to make sure that you put you and your business in the best position physically possible moving forward, then you need to go to LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the right person faster than most everybody else. Better than most everybody else. And the biggest thing is, for free, use the LinkedIn.com locked on college code. That is LinkedIn.com locked on college code to get yourself the best people for your job. Obviously, terms and kitchen conditions do apply. Yeah, so the last thing uh, we'll, we'll hit on before we skedaddle on out of here is if you didn't catch. Um, the fact that J.C. Hoyt made her coaching debut at Gallagher Arena last night. Let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, yes, it's an exhibition game, right? So you're supposed to dog walk the other team. And, and, and we did. But there's a lot of question marks about this team. Because, you know, Coach uh, uh, Latel was there for a long time. And he did a lot of good things. You know, there were some concerns that, that led to, obviously, the hiring of J.C. Hoyt. But just so you guys, you know, remember how big of a hire I think she's going to be, whenever she took over for UMKC, uh, University of Mis- Missouri, Kansas City, they were really bad. Um, they, I think they would lost almost 200 more games than they had won. It's 150-200 range, right around there. That's not good. And she comes in, changes the the environment, changes the accountability, changes the scenery. Does it all through the power of, of family bonding, to, to, togetherness, uh, the power of pay, prayer, doing things the right way. They bought in, and then they stormed through the conference all the way to the point that they won the regular season MAC title in 2020, uh, and they got she got coach of the year. Uh, for the conference in 2020 as well, and then that COVID season, they were rocking and rolling in an NCAA tournament, and then they got shut down. And then for her conference, they you know they went from a, a nobody, nothing afterthought to a four seed, to a three seed, to rocking and rolling in an NCAA tournament. So envision a little bit of Lance Leipold as far as somebody who – can come in and rebuild, who does have Big 12 coaching experience, right? She helped coach at K-State when they were going to the the NCAA basketball tournament quite often. And, you know, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, because it's all new. But one little thing that I wanted to make sure that that we all kind of knew was this team can be successful in large part due to uh, the leadership on the squad so who led us uh, the other day that was uh, transfer naomi alnatas and miss alnatas was big time big time uh for them last year okay she made history with umkc and there's a quite a few articles that talked about how she got robbed of the conference player of the year right and then right behind her, we had Lexi Keys. She's a junior from Tahlequah. She was another uh, person that averaged a little over 10 points a game last year. She's one of the few that are returning uh, to help kind of bridge that gap. So she looked pretty daggone good. Cassidy Delap, she was a top 100 recruit that was touted to be potentially a McDonald's All-American in high school. She's coming back for a fifth year. Naomi is coming back for a fifth year. Uh, Talon Collins, Talon Collins, she is probably familiar because her dad, Terry Collins, was on the 1995 men's final four basketball team with Randy Rutherford and big country, Brian Reeves. Uh, she's somebody that, you know, she's an okie. And this is a big deal for her to be there in Galgariba Like it means something to her and her family. Taryn Milton, she's from Owasso, right? She got to come back home. She was part of the 1,000 Points Club, which is very, very difficult to do, even on air, right? And she got to do it, actually, in the NCAA tournament against Iowa State. So, I mean, this is is pretty cool. Claire Chastain, she's another fifth year. She scored 1,000 points in high school. She's from Shawnee. She came back to to be a part of all this. Um, Our overseas recruiting is pretty crazy. Uh, We've got Lior Garzon. She's from Israel. Transferred from Villanova. Uh, Anna Gret Asi, she's a sophomore from Estonia. Uh, She transferred in from Arizona. Uh, Macy James, she's a sophomore from Fresno, California. Four-star um, and she got her first start last year against Auburn. She's going to be a good one. Trinity Jackson, another fifth-year senior to come in for three years playing at Arkansas State from the Dallas area. Uh, we got another le- uh, lady from Germany. First name was Praise. I'm not going to butcher her last name. I'll have to learn that one. But she was somebody who shot from over 50% in the floor. Uh Overseas in Germany, right? And she was the third leading scorer in the league. And then she was the WBL Young Player of the Year. We've got Landry Williams, another Okie from Tulsa. Came with uh, Coach Hoyt from UMKC. She's a sophomore that knows what JC Hoyt wants and, and, and needs to see out of her, her players. So she's going to be a massive part of the progression of the team. We've got a, another wonderful player from Shawnee that, that played three years at Southwestern. Uh, she's coming in. And out South, Southwestern, Ms. Tramble is averaging 20 points a game, five assists a game, seven rebounds a game. So she's going to be a big part of the team. Jasmine Player, associate head coach. Now, that, that's, that's kind of an odd move, really. JC Hoyt, you know, her first year on the job and first year she hires an associate head coach. Usually, that's something that happens a little bit later on. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, that's another name that might sound familiar. She was uh, a player for Baylor back in the day, four straight NCAA tournaments. They won the Big 12 title in 2009. Uh, she ended up playing for the WNBA's Atlanta Dream. Uh, she played overseas, averaged 34.4 a game overseas in 2014. And she's got a lot of connections. And the, the, the players... Respect her a lot. She's going to be a massive, massive benefit to recruiting. Guys, Coach J.C. Hoyt's got this figured out. Heck, she comes from a legend. Her mom, Shelly Hoyt, won 107 games in a row and four state titles coaching high school basketball in the state of Kansas. A lot of her family members are teachers. So this the setting that, that she's involved in now is not new to her. Right? She was a big-time player in and of herself. She was known as a shooter at Wichita State. Uh, you know, she was somebody that was on the up-and-up. Matter of fact, you want a comp? How about President Trump? How's that for a comp? <laughs> J.C. Hoyt is is really good, guys. She's got the girls' basketball team and really good hands moving forward. I, mean, this is, I think this is a good hire. I think it really is. All right, y'all, before we skedaddle on out of here, you already know I've got to let you know about Built Bar. Built Bar is the only protein bar that legitimately tastes like a candy bar. So if you want to get something that's not only healthy, beneficial, and tasty, right now use the promo code lockdown 15 to get 15% off of your first order of Built Bar. Again, use promo code lockdown 15 for your 15% the best protein bar that actually tastes like a candy bar. Well, th- 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 that that's about all, folks. You know, the the only other thing I got, I think maybe is you guys know uh, Jim Lookerball when we won that 1945 the national championship. Well, you know, I just I just spoke to him. Yeah, I just spoke to him and he said that uh, he said we're gonna we're gonna be Kansas. So, <laughs> guys, thank you much for stopping by. I appreciate you. I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes! Thank you for stopping by. Your daily source for all things cowboy and cowgirl related here at Locked On Oklahoma State. Later.